0: Hello, Queen, and welcome to the Modern Freedom Podcast. If you're looking to feel more empowered, then you've come to the right place. Join me weekly as we talk all things love, life, and art business strategy to empower you to embody your higher self and feel more fearless and confident as you run your business. I'm your host, Jeffrey V. Hartley, artist and empowerment coach. Hello queens and welcome back to another episode. Today we're going to be talking about setting intentions for the new year. Um, 2020 has been a little rough but I think that the new year is a chance for a great start, you know, cleaning the slate and whatever your views on it, whether you set resolutions or not or um, make vision boards or not, I still think it's like a good reset for society as a whole. So without further ado, let's get into it. So today I'm sharing with you my intentions. And why I've chosen these intentions and how you can set your very own intentions as well. This, I actually started doing this last year at the beginning of 2020. In the past, I have created vision boards and I think they're amazing because you never know how things are going to manifest even when... You put like little random words on there that just catch your attention. I remember, I believe it was at the beginning of 2019, I put the word empowerment on my vision board and it didn't really mean anything to me. I just, I just gravitated to it basically. The word gravitated to me and I was like, you know what, I'm going to put this in here. It led me to the path I'm on now and led me to coaching. It opened my mind to new ways of thinking and really helped me change my mindset and all these things and it all started with a simple word on the vision board so i definitely think there is power in that and setting attention. So in January 2020, um how I started doing this is that I was going, and how you can set your own attention, um, tip one, is I was going through my journal. And if you don't journal, I highly suggest you start journaling as well because it is like keeping a history of your thoughts. You know, we remember events, but can you imagine trying to remember every thought you've ever had? It's quite literally impossible. But, well, I think there's some people out there who actually have I don't know if we would call it a gift, but um, their ability to. I think it's amazing because as we're going day by day, sometimes we don't even realize the thoughts we're having. And you, are, you might think, oh, well, how could I not? Like, you you would think it's obvious to you the, the things that you play on repeat day after day in your mind, but they're not so apparent as you might think. And when you keep a journal whether you write in it every day or maybe once a week or maybe once a month um like I used to for me now it's a weekly thing but before two years ago it was like once it was really when I was just at my lowest of the lows that I would write in my journal but if I hadn't written during those times even I wouldn't have ever recognized that I was in a very vicious cycle in a toxic relationship and that really seeing my words repeat year after year the same scenarios made me realize that something needed to change so that being said I was um January 2019 I was going over my journal I like to do like a yearly reflection I don't usually go back and look very often unless I have ideas that I want to go back to but other than that I don't I don't reflect on them that often, and I, the first page said, I feel like I'm not enough. I want to feel like I'm enough, and I kept reading this day after day, month after month, me repeating the words, I feel like I'm not enough, and it blew my mind because as an empowerment coach for artists and creatives, I preach about this. I'm like, you are more than enough. Like you always are enough. Even on the days you don't feel like give, like waking up or uh doing anything or whatever the case may be, you are enough. Everything you are doing is enough. Like trust in the process, right? Here I was preaching all this, and not that I I didn't believe in it, in it myself or anything, but I just didn't recognize that I myself wasn't feeling like I was worthy enough like it shook me because like I said you you go you live your day and you think that you're aware of everything that's going on your mind through your mind but even as I as I was writing these words in my journal I had no I had no idea that it was a constant thing that it was a deep thing and once I read those words I said to myself oh this is going to be my intention for 2020 is work on feeling more worthy, feeling like enough, you know, like everything I do is enough and not feeling less than. And I will say that it took the whole year. <laughs> and I think it's a, it's a journey. It doesn't, it doesn't, you don't get to a point where you're like, oh, I feel enough. I feel like you have your days where you definitely feel like you are more, you know, you are more than enough, you are worthy of all the things, and um, you're trusting the process, but, and then it becomes where you have more good days than bad days, and it's, like I said, it's a, it's always a work in progress, I don't think you really ever hit, like, you just become that all the time, but yeah, I'm glad to say that I'm here, and it took a lot of work, (laughs) A lot of digging. but so That was my intention for last year. Now we're going to go into my intentions for this year. And tip number two. So tip number one was get your journal, revise it, and see where, you know, if anything pops out to you. If you think, oh, well, like I'm saying this over and over again. Like maybe you you keep putting a goal. Like maybe you've been wanting to write your own book, start a podcast. Really uh, dig in into your sewing projects and really commit Maybe you're wanting to commit to X, Y, and Z thing. And it's not always about a goal, but those. it's another example of what might be popping up for you, might be coming up for you. Maybe that means that you're not committing to yourself. So maybe your intention would be committing more to yourself. So notice what patterns are showing up in your writings and how you can set an intention related to it. So this morning, I was doing my daily yoga and... I was really in zone. I was really into it, and as you know, that's my favorite way to ground. Because I it's I feel like I hate. I'm getting better at this. Like I said, I'm a work in progress too. But I always like cringe a little when I say yoga because I feel like I'm one of those people. I come off as one of those people, like oh, like just go to downward facing dog and everything will be you know, groovy or whatever, but not not necessarily, I started doing yoga, um, long story short, I started doing yoga way before I was on this journey, before I went to college, I was like 20 or something, and I picked up a book, and it caught my attention, I tried it, but on my own, before I even knew of yoga with Adrian, or videos online, and I just read out of the textbook, I tried a couple of moves, and the time I was working at Goodwill, and I remember the next day just feeling really happy. And I noticed that was like a consistent thing that after the day after I would do yoga, I would wake up in a really good mood. And if you have ever worked at Goodwill, that is like the fact that I was really happy working there in the bag, like doing all this like manual labor. It was, it was a, it was proof enough for me to keep on doing it. So I did, like, over the years, I picked it up and this is the year I've been more consistent with it, and just as I was being more consistent with it, that uh, I realized, like, I really made it my own practice. Like, I use Adrian as a guide to help me get to my mad, to really help me, like, get there and, like, be present and not get lost in my thoughts because it's so easy, right? That's why a lot of people kind of reject meditation or fear it, and it's really not about not thinking. It's about, being with yourself and becoming the observer of your thoughts and it takes practice like I said and and yeah so as I discovered that that it helped my mind it helped me connect with myself I just it was reason enough for me to keep going and it's my motivation to do it every day and I do have my days I miss don't get me wrong but at least three times out of the week I'm practicing it and that's what I was doing this morning I was in the flow um, something that's been coming up for me intention number one for me going into 2021 is releasing releasing the expectations releasing the outcomes because as you know i'm a coach artist and especially with the coaching it's so hard to i would say even with the the paintings right now i focus mostly on coaching but when even when i was focused on selling the art i it's kind of like you put something out and you expect for people to buy it right away like you know, you have the pretty pictures, you have the story, you have everything, you know, that they say you got to do, and then no one buys it at first, and you're kind of like, what the fuck, like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, and then, as a coach, I mean, personally, (laughs) sometimes, like, you know, I'm doing, I'm quote-unquote doing the work, and by that, I mean, I remember my coach told me, like, you're focusing on doing and not receiving, and what I mean by doing the work is just that I'm taking care of myself, you know, I am staying grounded, I'm practicing self-love like I'm really checking with in with my mental health because that's my number one priority. That being said, that's why I'm so consistent with with my grounding practices and even then and with my business you know I show up every day I'm talking to people you know doing like quote unquote other things and sometimes it's easy for me to start kind of like expecting these things and not just from people but from like the universe like hey universe like I'm doing all the things, like, what the fuck, like, why am I not here yet, why don't I have this yet, I, it's not so much anymore, but at the beginning of the year, I was kind of being like a, a Veruca sob from, like, Willy Wonka, you know, I want my golden ticket now, <laughs> or Teddy, I want a golden chicken egg, or whatever, I forget what it is, golden egg, or is it a squirrel, I forget, I haven't seen the old one, my favorite Willy Wonka movie, movie is the, uh, the one with Johnny Depp, Charlie... In the chocolate factory that's how I was feeling like I was demanding these things from the universe I was like what the hell Jennifer like check yourself and you know I kind of waned off from it and you know backed away and it's so easy to get whether you're coaching or an artist or whatever creative field you're in it's so easy to start expecting things from people and from the universe and get very entitled even now I still kind of have trouble with it not you know because I I know I'm amazing like that's me proudly saying I'm amazing after doing all the work this year and feeling like I'm enough. And trust me, I have the days where I question myself a lot, but it's easy to start feeling entitled. And that's why in the coming year, I'm setting the attention to release, to do the work, you know, to show up for my business, to commit to myself, to commit to my business, to commit to all the things that I want to do that my heart tells me, that my heart guides me to do with my higher self, but without expectation without expecting a result but solely doing it for me and it's kind of like I was thinking this morning it's kind of like when you help a homeless person out or you know you do an act of service right like you hand someone maybe a couple of dollars or you treat them to a meal or maybe you help someone cross you know all those cliche ones but for like you know for lack of a better example but you know all those good deeds when you're doing a good deed And there's two kind of people, right? You either you do it and you tell the whole world like, oh my God, look at what I did today. And I think there is a humble way to do that, you know? But you know, there's those people who are kind of like, look at me, look at what I'm doing. And then look at the good I did. And then there's the people who who do it, but they don't have to share it with the world. They keep it to themselves. You know, there's like no need because they're not doing it for the recognition. They're doing it as an act of service to do good because they want to help out of the pureness of their heart essentially that's kind of the same concept I want to apply in my life to my business to uh, I bring up business a lot because it's a huge part of my it's a huge part of my life and this is why you're here and this is why this podcast is here too because it's no walk in the park it's It's a learning process. Yeah, so I don't... It's easy to become entitled, especially when, you know, we got bills to pay. We got to live. We got to eat. And we're not seeing the money coming in or, you know, sales coming in. It's so easy to start getting frustrated. So this is, for me, will be a great way to practice giving, being open to receiving, and letting go, just basically releasing. That's my intention for the year, for 2021. And the second intention is setting better... Time boundaries, boundaries in general, but specifically with time. And here's why: if you're like me, you, I once, if you used to, if you're like me from a couple of years ago, working in a nine to five job, going to school, going to college, those things are very much time scheduled, like you routine based. You gotta be up at a certain time every day to go to your job, and then it becomes like a weekly routine and a monthly routine, right? Because those things don't typically change your class schedule and your and your work schedule especially when you're going to school it's very solid and kind of gets us to really hate routines because you feel like you're controlled you feel like someone's controlling you, you feel like you don't have freedom so what's the first thing we want to do when you know we finally are able to work for our for ourselves working from home working remotely we get rid of the schedules we get rid of the routines we say oh I wish you know one thing I wish for a lot when I was working a nine-to-five job and going to college is I just wanted to wake up at whatever time I felt like and work to whatever time I felt like and work whenever and and do basically whenever whatever however (laughs) type of mentality and after doing this for a whole year it doesn't really work and here's why I believe that structure is needed running a business because if you have this whoever whatever whenever mentality it's going to be more difficult to one achieve your goals two longer to get to where you want to be without structure because for example this last week I didn't even put anything on my planner like it was completely blank and usually you have like a couple of goals on there like you know I want to get this done I want to get that done and there was nothing and how was my week my week literally I felt like I mean I did accomplish good things like it's good to remind yourself the things you did accomplish because there are things like for example I um uh, for me like doing a life I went on life and it was successful you know I got interacted with my um community I promoted my crowns that's a big win like I wasn't even planning for it but I did it and like engaged connected with more members on a different platform there's a lot of good things that happens but as far as moving the needle is what i wanted to say If you want to keep the move the needle moving in your business in your life then you want a plan because if you just kind of so one plan is better than no plan right so because when you don't have a plan you're kind of walking around blindly and just kind of guessing and you don't really hold yourself accountable for your for your business for your actions for your life and you kind of just let it you become dismissive you start to dissociate from it you kind of ignore it and that's a coping mechanism if you don't know it is avoidance and that's a big one I deal with in my running my business is I tend to avoid things for many reasons you know procrastination is real and it happens so in order to to not fall back into those habits and to those ways of coping with things. You want to set your intention. You want to set your goals for the week. Or, you know, it doesn't even have to be anything crazy like, oh, these long to-do lists. Not necessarily. You can even set weekly intentions or have one project per week. Especially when you're starting out, it's kind of difficult to know what you need to be doing in your business. I struggled quite a bit with that when I first started out. I had a night, like there was things I could be doing. Like, I could easily rack up a to-do list, but it wasn't really moving moving me forward, and I kept hearing people like, oh, you're working. If you're doing this, you're working in your business and not on your business. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Like, focus on money-generating tasks and all this stuff, and I'm like, it just made no sense to me. Like, it gave me no answers. It was very vague to me, and it's only as time went by that I realized, oh, this is what it looks like to work in my business instead of all my business. And this is what I could be doing to be moving the needle forward and getting to the next point that I want to be. But it was only with time. You know, when you're first starting out a business, it's, it, it is difficult to see because every business is ran differently. Everyone has a different business. So what works for me won't work for you. What I'm doing in my business doesn't mean necessarily what you need to be doing for your business. Going off that, um, it is good to have, a plan like knowing what you're going to be focusing on the week and don't worry about like oh is this a waste of time like the only way you're going to know if you're doing the right thing or not is by doing it and then learning from it and adjusting it right so my intention like i said is to set time boundaries so that i can take more responsibility be more present in my business and stay committed to my business, that way I can have more freedom. A lot of people, you know, get into entrepreneurship so they can have more freedom, but then they get so worked up on the business that you know it's the same thing they were doing as working a nine to five. And that's because when you have no boundaries between work and personal life, then you're going to get burned out. You're going to start feeling overwhelmed, and that's kind of what I do. I have my home studio, like literally in my living room. I don't have a living room. I have I basically live in my office is what we call it. Me and my partner stay around here and it's I didn't realize how bad that was. I'm thankful for it. But as far as setting the boundaries, it doesn't really work well with that. So I have to be really intentional with my time then. Checking in and out, like okay I'm gonna work from this time to this time. And also when you actually face your tasks, the things you want to do, whether it's creating a new painting, reaching out to a prospect Um, posting online, creating listings on Etsy, you know, getting, creating more content, you know, maybe videos, maybe you want to try a different form of reaching people. Whatever it is you're doing, if you actually, you know, give yourself a time limit to do X, Y, and Z, And get it done, guess what? Then you have the freedom to do whatever you want the rest of the day. Versus when you're just kind of living second by second and having that wherever, whoever, whatever mentality. And kind of giving yourself free will to do whatever you want, whenever you want. You're not, you're always going to feel trapped. And you're not going to feel like, you're not going to have that freedom that you desired starting into this. And that's what I realized I was doing. I was, I'm really, you know, this year was the first year that I had, um... I'm on my own. I'm living, I have my own apartment with just me and my partner. I've always had roommates. And one thing that I really wanted to do was make a home for my, like make it homey, (laughs) you know, give it like that warm, like make it a place I want to be and take care of it and clean. And, you know, it takes a lot to, to, to take care of a home and keep up with it. And because I have no, boundary sets, I tend to ignore it. It kind of becomes a thing of the back, like a back burner thing. And I personally don't like it because I like a clean home. I like things organized. It's better for my mental health. But when I'm not setting boundaries with my time during the week, when I'm quote unquote supposed to be working, it makes it hard for me to give myself permission to let go of work on the weekends and focus on life things that are not attached to work and they're just just being human really and giving myself that freedom that I so desired so let's recap my intentions real quick my first intention was to release release out of the income outcomes expectations from the universe from people and just do for do it for myself with no other with no other expectation right and two is setting the boundaries setting the time boundaries to create more freedom in my life and the tips I gave to you was one if you journal Go back and review your journal for the year and see what patterns you see and what goal, if you have a goal, what intention you can create from that goal. Second tip is if you don't have a spiritual routine, even if it's just walking for 30 minutes, 10 minutes a day outside, whether it's just tuning out the world, playing on your favorite song for 30 minutes or your favorite playlist and dancing it out. Whatever it is you do to release, let go, and just be, do that and see what ends, what comes through for you. That's what happened to me today. I wasn't even thinking about setting intentions for twenty twenty one. Just came to me while I was doing my yoga flow and just being and you know being present. So those are my two tips for you on that. I hope you this was helpful for you. This resonated for to you, for you. <laughs> I was doing so good, guys. I will see you all on the next episode. If you're listening right now, screenshot your favorite part. Share it on Instagram. Tag me at Jennifer V. Hartley so I can connect with you. And I'll see you all on the next episode. Bye. Hey, Queen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, do leave us a review on iTunes letting us know. And if you'd like to connect more with the women tuning in, follow us at The Modern Fridas on Instagram. And if you'd like to get to know me more, then come connect with me at Jennifer V. Hartley. See you there.